Hey, dorks, coming at you from the Lone Star State, a pop culture podcast about movies, TV, toys, and other dorky things with a twist of real life dad stuff, too. So here he is, Lucky the Dork Dad. This is the Dork Dad Podcast. Hey, dorks, Lucky here with another episode of the Dork Dad Podcast. Yes, I know it's been a minute, but I am here with a new episode, finally. Uh, let's see, I've been over on the RLU trying to put out a series of Family Feud games, which you can hear on the RLU network. That's the Raw Live Unedited Podcasting Network. And I'll be also posting up those Family Feud episodes on my own feed. We still have the championship round to go, which we'll probably be doing this weekend. But I said, you know, I had to get out an episode of my own. I've been ne- neglecting my own show. But before we get into that, how is everyone doing with this COVID? I mean, for us on the home front, we've been pretty safe so far, but you know, it definitely sucks, especially for the kids. You know, my son, my oldest, is going to be a senior this year, and he was a little bummed out. He plays the trombone for the school band. And here recently they said that they're not going to be doing any band competitions that year. They just canceled all that. They want all those kids together in one place, which kind of sucks, you know, especially for a senior year. And my son, he is, he was, um, he's in charge of the loading crew and that's, it's pretty much the the group of kids, group of the band kids that it's responsible for loading up all the band equipment whenever they have away games and going away to all the competitions. And they just announced that they're not going to have any bands going to any away games. So he's really bummed out about that because that means his job being head of the loading crew, which means that we're not going to be loading anything. They're only going to be at home games. And, you know, we're not even loading up for home games. There's a stadium actually at the high school where they have the game. So, yeah, so he's bummed out about that. And my daughter's just starting high school. She did make the dance team. And, again, you know, I don't know if they're going to have any competitions, but it's just a little weird. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And my youngest, he was just looking forward to going back to school. And they're still going back to school um, it may be different for other people, but the school district here where I'm at, they were given people a choice whether they want to be, uh, have the chance to come into the schools to learn face to face or just learn from home for the entire year. Well, we chose to let the kids go to school, but even still, they're not letting anybody in the schools until after Labor Day. So we'll see how that goes. Right. So on today's show, we have a couple of guys that I met. We have Leo, who has his own podcast called Nerd Spew, which is kind of a little funny story. I actually, you know, I'm into Batman right now. And I, I bought this figure off of Mercari, you know, the online shopping app. And when it was, when I purchased it, you know, he sent me a message that says, hey, uh, I'm actually in San Antonio. 
and <laughs> um, I said, oh, really? And lo, I was like, hey, you know, I have a podcast, this and that. And he's like, oh, you do? I have a podcast. He's like, well, I haven't, I haven't recorded in a while, but I have a podcast. So he, he runs the Nerd Spew podcast. And then he's like, I, I brought up a couple other local podcasters, said, hey, do you know these guys? And um, he's like, no, I don't. But um, uh, a buddy of mine also has a podcast. He's like, oh, is he here in San Antonio too? He's like, yeah, he's here in San Antonio. So we also have Ian which runs the Geek Paradox podcast. And so I looked these guys up. They haven't recorded anything since, like, October last year. It's been a while. Like, they they literally haven't recorded anything in roughly a year. And you know I like to help folks out, right? So I figured, hey, let me, let me reach out to these guys. Say, hey, you want to record something? Maybe it'll motivate them to get back on the horse. Well, they got on the horse. I think they pretty much took over the show, which is which is fine by me. You know, we had a good time. Um, I had a good time getting to know these guys. It is my first time talking to them outside of a chat. And maybe, you know, maybe we'll hear from these guys again. Um, they Like they said, they really got motivated about us doing the show. And, and I don't know, maybe we'll do something. I'll do something with them moving forward here so one last thing before we start of course this episode is brought to you by three-legged rabbits it's the number three legged rabbit.com where you can find shirts and all kinds of stuff zamfotis art which the newest shirts on there we have a slimer shirt uh by nick and also a batman shirt which is pretty awesome i have both of those so head on over to three-legged rabbit.com Come. And it is safe to order now, if that's the right wording. So during all this COVID thing, there were a lot of shipping delays, a lot of extended processing time, but things are getting back to normal and you're getting a quicker turnaround on those shirts. So head on over. So having said that, let's go ahead and start this show with Leo and Ian. man just chilling just chilling right. did you add ian in here or yeah. not yet yeah i did okay he said he was ready right yeah i know we were chatting right now so he should 
I almost didn't want to answer. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Groovin. What's we going good. on? We good. How are we going? Oh my god! I gotta get out of the sideshow. This is not. This is not a good idea. <laughs> this, is not, this is not good for my. Health. I already told you that, Leo. <laughs> this is not good. This is not good for my. Health. What do I do? I search Batman. I was like, hold on, let me, <laughs> let me narrow the search. Statue. Okay, I just made it worse. <laughs> oh, what are you, What are you picking up? I, I'm I'm just looking at some Batman statues, but for future was, pickups, for possible future pickups. Yeah, I was telling Melissa that I was looking at. A flash, there it is. It's a flash premium format figure, runs about $560. So, you remember that, that Revel Tech Batman that I had that was on the, the nightstand, the one this one here, where he's like his, his cape was all like cracked and broken looking? I think so, yeah. Okay, so this is him now with a cloth adjustable cape. Turn on your camera, I can't yeah. see it. I just gotta move more. I think, oh no, it's not on. You bastard. This one. There we go. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Much better, right? Nice. Which one is that one? This is the one that had... This is the one that was on the left-hand side of the TV cabinet. This is the one that had all the separate pieces put together and kind of spread out. Okay. I'm trying to remember it. Let's see Vol- if I can... Voltec, did it come with that wired cape? No, I bought it separately. Nice. The one it came with was in... Hold on, let me show you. You can see all of Melissa's stuff over here, like to the to my left shoulder to y'all's right. So she's got all her Captain America stuff in that corner. That whole wall is Captain America. Uh, I have lost the box. Mm. Where did I put it? It's all good. Yeah, I know. I found this premium statue and I got payment plants for it and. I don't like payment plans. They scare me. They, yeah, you know, and I was thinking the same, the same thing. With these pieces. Oh, just like a hard plastic. Yeah, where they're all multi-connected. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't remember that one. It was one of the first ones I got. It was up there. It was in the back. Mm-hmm. But it looks so much better with the cloth cape. I'm all oh, about. I'm, sure. I'm all about the Batman right now. Um, that's actually how uh, I met Leo here. Oh so, yeah, the, the yeah, that's right. The the <laughs> the little Batman figure I sold. I'll well, it wasn't you, little. I'll, it was, I'll show you the small portion of my Batman collection. Nice. And then I've got the Mezco Batman over there choking out the Joker. <laughs> and then I've got Hellbat and Nightwing right there, or Red Hood right there. Nice. I just got yeah, I'm, the I'm, um, Supreme Knight Mezco. I haven't opened. Yeah. I haven't opened them up yet, but uh, I just got them in. I was looking at that one. This one was the first. This was the first Mezco I ever bought. And then right after that, them. I bought Joker, both blades, the Punisher, and then I stopped. I said, "Okay, I gotta stop spending money." I got, I got John Wick over here too, and I don't know. If I, I want it so bad. I keep telling myself, "I don't no, even know if I want to open no, it." it. And I got that. Yeah, out. all my I'm in the I'm in the bedroom, so all all my stuff is in the loft. Uh, just because Gio's out there playing Fortnite, pretending that he knows what he's doing. Yeah, for the most part, he does. But it's just like need you to be quiet. You're making a lot of noise. <laughs> he's like, okay. 
And it's also kind of dark. No, well, you know what? Let me see. Let me see if I can let me see if I can take the laptop over there. I just got to tell him to keep it down. No baby cussing, Geo. What the hell? <laughs> Let's see. We're going to travel back in time. How long have you been doing podcasting for? <clears throat> hey, Geo. Um, I'm going to need you to keep it down, okay? I'm going to close this door. A right. little over a year, but I've been like um, here and there. Uh, sometimes I have like months between episodes, but you know. Well, you know how it is. You know how it is. Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. With, uh, family and, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, family and school. I haven't posted a new episode in, I don't know, since last October. So I got a few little items right there. I'm not sure how, how close. Well, you got the Batman stuff right there. And then it goes down to my Ghostbusters stuff right there. And then. A little further down, my Predator stuff. Nice. And then Turtles after that? And then Turtles, yeah. My Mondo. My Mondo Turtles, the one-fourth scales. Yeah. Which I haven't opened up. Those I'm are so, really cool, though. I'm so disappointed in those six-inch Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, so, I, I, I'm I so mad that I spent all that money. Mm-hmm. I saw you open them up, and I was just like, ugh. I was like, it's a good thing I didn't pre-order these. I told you that uh, the the terror dog's leg broke as soon as I put it together, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I hear they're they're like a little bit smaller. They're not quite six inches, right? They're like. No, yeah, they're just a little bit shorter. Yeah. Yeah, I I uh, I bought the little terror. I'm trying to complete my um. The uh, little mystery minis, the Funkos. I'm trying to complete complete my Ghostbuster wave that released this year for the thirtieth thirty uh, fifth anniversary. I got a Terror Dog today nice. on eBay nice. for a pretty good price. So because I know he was running for like a hundred dollars, I think PPG or Hot Price Guide. So some guy had it for eighteen. I don't know if he dropped in price or what. So unless I figured I'm, I'd snag I'm him. Glad well, I'm he's glad at that I got price. Out of the minis. <laughs> I was going crazy with the minis, but. Yeah, well, listen, I we we did the same thing uh, with the Walking Dead. Whenever we were wa- whenever we were watching Walking Dead at the time, we went insane. She would she there was a Walgreens right next to her work, and she would go, and every day she would come back. She's like, oh man, I got the double, or oh, I got the double. And she, so whenever she so, so whenever she would get something new, it was just like, oh, I got this one, and I was like, damn it, I was like, now she got me into it. So we were go, I was going every chance I was off, I was always going to the Walgreens. Or to a CVS or anywhere where they had minis and I was buying them. Nice. But I, I had to, we had to pump the brakes on that real quick. Part of the trouble at working at GameStop was <laughs> the fact that everything that you want is right there. Yeah. And you get a discount on it. So it's like, part, but I'm getting it cheaper than normal. Part of the trouble is that I'm still there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get Part to like? Uh, I kind of want to go back. Do you get to put stuff aside for yourself, or you're not allowed to do that? No. <laughs> I feel attacked personally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? I was looking forward to this, and I'm not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would do the same uh, thing. We, Way back in the oh, day, that- I used to work at a uh, Walmart, uh, like. 99 98 long time ago but uh uh-huh. um i used to do the same thing man back then it wasn't a big deal it was like uh, 
people would come in asking for Hot Wheels and like Power of the it's Force. It's different now. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, it's a lot different now. So. It's all good. Yeah. Let me. Actually, you got any GA spots over there? <laughs> Dude, I can't even get hours for my, S- for my uh, ASL. That's how bad it is right now. I'm just bored. Give me a minute. So what's up, man? Yeah. Not a whole lot, man. Crazy times we live in, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's a little crazy. Um, I'm just glad to find some more people here in town that are doing podcasting. Or yeah, it's actually what I'm going to school for. Pos- really? Like yeah. Broadcasting. Yeah. Well, no, it's 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 comedian communication, so it kind of covers all the bases. Nice, nice. Yeah, if I could go back to school again, I I would, but uh, too busy with three kids, two in high school now. And oh lord, yeah, I got a senior going in this year, a freshman going in this year, and then I have a, a sixth grader. I have one that's going into seventh grade, one that's starting kindergarten, and then a baby baby. Nice. I miss the baby babies, but. <laughs> I never have so two of them aren't mine the two oldest aren't mine technically so I miss their baby stages but um so I get to I get to try this with my baby for the first time because I've never done anything like it so it's been it's been a, uh, oh, it's, it's a, a ride to say the fun. least I'll tell you you'll you'll miss these days later on so. I'm sure. I see how I see how like my middle the the, the five year old Wesley. I see how he's growing, and I see how like he's gone from this little tiny no talking toddler to this mouthy little some bitch that I want to slap on a regular basis. <laughs> I just like the. But I don't love him any less. I mean, he's just he's 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 taking more after me than he takes after his own dad, <laughs> and he sees his dad every other weekend. But it's just you know he's with me most of the time. Yeah, so course. he gets that smart ass from me, and half the time <laughs> I'm laughing, the other half I'm like, "Shut your mouth!" It's great. I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Oh yeah, absolutely. What are you working on, Leo? Looking at the uh, Wednesday's comics, ah. but I, sh- I probably shouldn't. So I'm gonna <laughs> get off of there. Well, I've been well. I've been getting. I've been setting aside trade paperbacks and just. I went through some comic books today and stuff that I was just like, because I I went from. There's some stuff that I'll do single issues now, mm-hmm. but now it's just like I need to stick to volumes. It's better that way. Gideon Falls was one of them, which was a, has been a big hit. Um, Oblivion Song, um, which are two big ones that I like, but. They're already like in issues twenty. They're in the twenties right now, so that's probably volumes four now, more or less. So I'm just at this point. I'm just like I got to cut back on the issues. I was like I have to do uh, volumes now. It's a lot easier for me that way. Yeah. Uh, so I I'll, I'll stick to mini series for like issues one through six or whatever, and then the mini series is done. Perfect example: Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. Excellent mini series, six issues got a few variants for a couple of issues and like i was happy with that everything else is like some of them like uh some of them like there's another one called something is killing the children which is really good by boom by boom studios um who does the power rangers comics 
Um, they had a hit with that one. They had a hit with um, Once in Future, which is kind of based on uh, Excalibur. Um, I couldn't really get into it at first. I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then I was just like that. It just kind of became a real quick dry heap for me. So I was like, I'm done with this one. Uh, but uh, Something is Killing the Children, that one. That one's really interesting. It's really good. Um, that what, would you, like, what would you huh? classify it as? As far as what horror, horror, th- horror, horror thriller mystery, yeah, definitely <laughs> it's it's monster related, so definitely horror. That's what uh, I was hoping you were gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's re- it's good, it's real good. Uh, that's one of the ones that I have where it's issue per issue. So that one is one of those things where like that 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 series is is one of the ones where I don't I don't want to do um, a paperback. I want to do the, 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 the issues cause it, the, the covers look really, really cool. Some of the variants look really sweet. So, yeah. but, um, yeah, I, I've been parting, parting a lot with, with some trade paperbacks. I'm looking over here to my left cause there's just some stuff that I'm just like, uh, there's some stuff I could probably part with there too. So late, the last few weeks has just been just as much crap as I can get out of my loft as possible and out of my storage unit. I'm half tempted to take, my two my two shelves of Marble Legends, throw them in a box and throw them online for two thousand dollars and see what I get. <laughs> I'm I don't know. I don't. I know. just those are the ones that I want gone because those are the ones that take up so much of my space. Yeah, I've got a few hanging here in the loft, but I'm mainly focusing for Legends. I just I'm mainly focusing on X Men, like the the X Men line that you got me that cable you got me for my birthday. Yeah, so that those. Like those are the ones where where I where those are the only ones that I'm really focusing on right now. I actually got a brown suit Wolverine uh, on Mercari, a little more than what I wanted to pay for it, but I think uh, yeah. I, it was a must-have. I think everybody's doing some sort of a purge nowadays uh, of figures. Like I said, now I'm just trying to concentrate just on Batman. Uh, that's why yeah. I got that figure from you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'll I'll. I'll keep you posted because I have a ton of Hot Wheels, a ton of Batman Hot Wheels. Like I got a large bin and another like half bin oh, full yeah. of just Hot Wheels. So I I might keep you guys in uh in the loop uh because I love my Batman stuff. There there's a lot of Batman stuff I'm keeping. I have one. <laughs> yeah, I have that one. Chrome one. I have that one. Mm-hmm. So, so literally only Hot Wheels I own. Oh, I, I got. Oh my God. I'm afraid to pull out the bin. <laughs> it's, it's literally right under me. It's 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 on the futon. It's right under the futon. You're kicking it right now, aren't you? You're like, I'm, I'm not. I don't even know where it's at. Where is it? Oh, so would you guys there. say you've always been somewhat of a collector of things? Yeah, how, far, 100%. Or how far as you can remember, you've, you've started collecting? No. Is it more in your like, adulthood? Yes. And it was it was it was different for me because um, where I came from, there was no mini malls, there was no shopping malls, like the, all of that was an hour away from me. So I was very much into movies. So you know, I had my little stash of movies or whatever, um, little knickknacks, little trinkets here of stuff that I liked. It wasn't until I moved over here. When I got a job and I was like, okay, I'm making income, you know, now I can go get my own shit. You know, now everything that I missed out on, 
or not missed out on, but now that now I have access because I'm I'm in San Antonio now. You know, I have a job now. I have access to a very large world of where I can get stuff: comic book shops, uh, collector shops, comic cons, uh, uh, flea markets. You know, we didn't have that where I'm from. You know, so it was completely different. Now in my adulthood, you know, or my or adulthood, um, it's different. Yeah. You know, and a lot of it had to do with now with the access of of of, of stores and little pump mom and pop shops and stuff like that. The Comic Cons, the Trader's Village, you know, all the flea markets. Now it's different for me because now I have full access to that. Whenever as a kid, I didn't because we didn't have any of that, you know. Yeah. So we've had this. I mean, I've had this discussion before. You know, when you're a kid, you know, you can get things here and there. Um, but you don't get everything that you want. And I think when you're an adult, you know. Uh, either either it's nostalgia or just, you know, you just have the opportunity, the income now, and just to say, hey, you know what, I want that for myself now. And Right. What is this? I had the, I had, I had, I was, I had a very nice, beneficial childhood. Um, so I got pretty much everything I wanted growing up, up until I hit my teens when shit started getting rocky. But, um, you know, I've, I've, my mom has purged my stuff more than once. I had the entire original collection, well, re-released for our time, original collection of Star Wars figures, including oh, yeah, the Millennium yeah. Falcon and everything. And, you know, I'd get in trouble and she'd take my shit away and it would end up disappearing. And so, yeah, it's, I can remember as a kid going through multiple, multiple bends looking for something, in, something specific that I knew I had somewhere that I wanted to play with. So that's always, it's always been in my blood, but I find now as, as I'm growing older, I'm like, I've got so much stuff. What am I going to do with it all? And I feel like my midlife crisis is going to be me purging through all my shit (laughs) (laughs) because there's nothing else. Like every once in a while, I come across something that I just can't say no to, Oh yeah. but, but I mean, nine times out of 10, I'm just like, I don't really need this. Like that's specifically all the Marvel legends. I've stopped collecting them all together because I don't care. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I, I, it was for me, it was like an epiphany. And I had this about three weeks ago. I went into the storage unit and I had, to, well, we had two of them under our names, but one of them was, as Ian knows, uh, Esteban's. It was Esteban because Esteban mm-hmm. was here with Chloe and he was living at, at, at uh, my, my girlfriend's my girlfriend's mother and her and so they're staying with us for a little while. Had the um they had the uh large the, the large unit. So they left and I moved everything in there. So in the process of doing it, the smaller unit that I don't know how I managed, but I managed the Tetris skills <laughs> that I have acquired in the last 20 years really came in handy. So I start moving the boxes out and I start moving them, moving them, And I get to one of the bins, one of my larger bins at the moment that's just full of pops, full of the Funko vinyls. And I see some of them are kind of, this is a normal box, right? So it starts going, they start bending out this way because of how much weight is coming out. Right. So the back of them, so the, 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 the backs of the boxes start to bow out. And I'm just like, this isn't good. Like that's where that's where I had like a come to Jesus moment, and I was hearing Doctor Phil tell me, "You need to change your habits." 
And I was just like, yeah, I got, I got to do this. Like, like I, I was like, I can't. Cause there was, there were some pops that they, they weren't really damaged. You know, they didn't, they didn't go through severe, you know, damages, but it was like, if this is starting to happen now, I need to take care of this now before mm-hmm. it gets in. Um, Melissa's over here like, you're a hoarder. I'm like, no. I was like, my sister's a hoarder. I was like, it's a completely different situation. I was like, because I can part with shit. And if I part with it and I'm okay with it, I'm okay with it. You know, my sister has a lot. It's a hoarder's a hoarder whenever they just they find stuff and they keep it. And they, they might not even have a significant meaning to it. They just want it. Right. Yeah, just keep it. Just right. to keep it. Right. Yeah. So that move in the process of moving all that all that stuff. That's where I was like, this is this has got to stop. Like this is this is gonna have to stop. So a lot of the pops went. You know, a lot of these little trinkets and you know little Funko mystery minis and uh, the trade paperbacks and stuff like that. And stuff's been clearing out. You know, so, so I mean, it's it's working. You know, there. But you know, there's still a ton of stuff that I have in the storage unit. But it, it was one of those things. I was like, I need to do this now. And and again, it, this this just kind of went in hand because Ian brought up the, or Ian was talking about it. Like you know, um, it, it comes to a point where if you're okay to part with it, then more power to you because now you're giving that service. You're somebody else. I mean, whoever you give this stuff to or you sell it to, they're doing you that service because you've appreciated that item for a little bit. Now these people can now whoever you sell this item to or give it away to, they can appreciate it now. Yeah, absolutely. It's what's so uh, pass forward. There we go. <laughs> kind of. You guys, well, Ian, you know, you talk about Persian stuff from your when you were a kid and whatnot. Um, what do you think about all the um, all the like vintage stuff like being re released, like the He Man recently, and and they've been doing Transformers for a little bit now. Um, I don't know. Can you appreciate? The, the remakes or or I can I absolutely can and that's because I am all about posability. My biggest pet peeve with ninety five percent of all of my toys up until this date has been the fact that I couldn't pose them in the ways that I wanted to. So jumping on that train, absolutely, I'm behind it a hundred percent. I can't not because the just I always liked T Man. I never collected any of it because I couldn't pose them. Right. They stood there like you know. This all the time, you but now that, when when I saw Super Sevens, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm getting on board with this." You think that diminishes the, the value of the vintage stuff, or or is there still? I don't, I don't, there? because I think there are two different types of people that are collecting these. I think there's people like me who are collecting the new stuff for the posability and for all of this, and then I think there's the vintage collector group that specifically wants what they had when they were kids. And then yeah. G.I. Joe now. Did you guys pick up on any of those G.I. Joes? I didn't, but I got some at yeah. my store the other hey day. Guys. I've had no luck. I've had no luck. I didn't get any pre I, got, I, got, I haven't seen any I got anywhere. some at my store, man. I got some. What do you have at your store right now? Uh, if they haven't sold. Um... <sighs> I can't remember the names. I think one of them was Duke. Okay. Blonde, blonde hair. Yeah, I think it was Duke. I'm not sure. I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of GI Joe. So uh, Duke, um, heavy Duke, duty, 
heavy duty. My, oh, I don't know who Snake who Eyes are. and Scarlet that are the first. Movie. I got I got Snake Eyes. He's the one in black, right? Yeah, yeah. I got him. I got Duke, and I've got. I think I got Heavy Duty. Um, that's all I've gotten to me so far. As far as the re-releases, like these, I really like because the old GI Joes. Yeah, there's a lot of collectors out there, but they're they're too small, especially for nowadays. Yeah. Talking about posing and stuff, man. Oh. This the six inch line is is great. <laughs> What'd you do? I knocked over oh so many. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I was reaching for my Joes and I knocked over in the process my blood figure. You all want to see what the Navalanche looks like? <laughs> yeah. All three of my gear guys. Okay. Stand up, Captain America. Don't be an asshole. Duke. Nice. Yeah, Duke. You have a duty. I left him up there. And Schnickers. <laughs> I can't stand this, though. This, this horribly flimsy bullshit of articulation, I have some words. <laughs> Same with McFarlane, and, you know, some of his stuff is pretty good, but the fact that I cannot stand this motherfucker up without a stand, there's nothing special. His ankle joints just suck. <laughs> it this is that is one thing about the, the the whole toy era that's really been pissing me off is they're getting extremely lax in how they put the figures together, how they're manufactured, how they come out. Because, and that's probably why I'm spending more money on like Revotech and uh, the amazing Yamaguchi and all those because they're meant to last. They're not meant to fall apart in five to ten days. Like these are from Hasbro and everything, and that's another reason I'm out of Marvel Legends. I just can't do it. They're 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 just flimsy and crappy, and I should not be able to do that with his legs. I hear you. That was sorry. I was about to go off on a rant. <laughs> it pisses me you, off uh, so much. Do you get off in so much on, of my money? Do you get off under any other uh, toy podcast? Me no. Me neither. I'm this part of. Uh, I haven't. So my show runs on my own feed, but I'm also part of a uh, network that my show runs on called the Raw Live Unedited Podcasting Network. And we have a show on there. They have their own feed as well, but they're called the Toy Migos. Um, they, and they, their show's called They're Not Dolls. And those guys, are really, <laughs> those guys are real good. They break down. They have a show every week. They break down all the new stuff coming out. You know, should follow them on uh, IG, Facebook. They have their own Facebook group as well. But uh, yeah, they break down all all that stuff. I have to look into them. So speaking of podcasting, though, right? So Leo, nerd spew, right? So right. I know it's been a while, right? But uh, tell tell us a little bit about nerd spew and what's that about. So. That was kind of, it was an idea, and it was an idea that I had in mind for years. Um, I wasn't working, so well, I mean, easily started, I wasn't working, so I had no money for the equipment. I didn't, I had the laptop, but I didn't have everything else. 
and it was just an idea like oh man like it'd be nice to start my own podcast and do this that or whatever and one day um i don't know what melissa and i we were talking about something we were downstairs and um I don't know if it was just like, man, I, I wish I could do this or I wish I could do that. And I was like, I kind of always wanted to start the podcast. And she's like, you should do it. And it kind of, I was just like, man, I was like, I don't know. She's like, yeah. She's like, you have pretty much the basic essentials that you need, which is a laptop and, you know, a headset, which is what I use this one. And I use this one for gaming too, my Turtle Beach. Um, and it kind of just went from there. So... I started it off, um, had a lot of friends that tuned in. Uh, it, I think it, 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 it went okay. Um, it, it was a little harder as a single individual to do it. Yeah, but, absolutely. But I think if you do, you know, depending on your topics, depending on the research that you're doing, it all really depends, you know, all, all of those, you know, quintessential, you know, topics or you know events or you know tasks as long as you have enough research if you have enough uh you know enough to talk about you know if you're thorough about it then talking by yourself isn't much of a problem um it it, it was fun it was interesting i still have some a bit of a of a desire to do it and then it kind of got to a point where um I was getting very lackadaisical. I was getting tired, not because of, you know, I was like, oh, man, I got to wake up and do this stupid podcast. No, it was just kind of like I want to do it, but I started seeing that I didn't have a drive anymore. Yeah. Um, so it so it just kind of just plummeted slowly and slowly and slowly. I think the, one of the last ones I had done, I didn't do it at all. I just saved it for another day. Because I was just listening to myself recording and I was just like, this sucks. Like, like I can't, <laughs> like, I couldn't even get myself into it um, to kind of just, you know, just kind of wake up and be like, okay, I'm talking about this today. I need to kind of be lively about it. I was just like, I don't want to do it. Um, mainly, and just, you know, to give you an idea, the podcast just mainly revolves around everything that whatever your podcast is. So toys, collectibles, film. TV, uh, pro wrestling, um, uh, you know, pr just pretty much anything that I could relate to with Ian or with you or anybody else, uh, just kind of, you know, just a little snippet, you know, of my everyday life and what I do and what I enjoy doing and just kind of just sharing it with the world. I mean, yes, sharing it with people that already might know who I am or what I'm about. Yeah, but, you know, just to kind of put more exposure out there for people who don't know, for people who, uh, you know, want want to kind of find out more. So that's pretty much what it revolved around. Um, and then came the, you know, after that came shortly the and like, I don't feel I don't feel like I'm reaching out, you know, to enough people or my topics aren't as interesting or whatever. It just became very it became brutal in a sense where I felt like I was beating myself up and I was just like, so, felt like a I job. I, I did, yeah, I, I was like, I need to recharge yeah, and I mean, then just kind of, that's, you know, that's kind of the same deal with me. Um, you know, I listened to a few podcasts and I figured, you know, I can do that. Right. Just talk about, I listen to podcasts and they just talk about nothing and it's, it's amusing. It's fun. 
And I figured I could do that. I kind of wanted to throw a spin on it. Like I, I call my podcast Dork Dad Podcast because I wanted to bring my kids into it. My initial plan was have my kids talk about the stuff that I like or movies and stuff. But they just weren't into it. They never they never got into the into recording. They didn't want to do it. So again, I just like you, I started on my own and it's it's hard talking to yourself for about an hour, you know? Um you, like you say, you start thinking, Am I even entertaining him? Am I giving stuff that people want to hear? But, you know, I put I I I was fighting it for a while and I started getting I started doing week to week, and then I got little two weeks, a month in between, a couple months in between. But I, I, I'm I'm sticking with it. I'm still here. Is that and Ian, you had one too, right? Geek paradox. Yep, I sure did. I still do. It's still up. It's still active. Um, I do have a Facebook page as well, which I keep I keep semi semi up to date. You know, I let. I've got like 5,000 followers on Facebook, but not as many listens on the RSS feed, but still, you know, I keep everybody in the loop and this is, it's not so much that I got bored or anything or didn't feel like I was doing well enough. Well, I mean, that's pretty much what it was. I, I didn't feel like I was putting out quality enough work. I got you. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I need, I need, I need to understand this better. I don't know how to edit. I don't understand how that works. Um, you know, maybe I should just go to school and try to figure it out like that. And that's exactly what I did. Though I sat down with the wife and I'm like, Hey, I wanted to do this. You told me to go do it. So I did, but I'm having some issues. So how do you feel about me possibly just going to school and and getting the full understanding of everything and how it all works? And she's like, absolutely go do it. And, you know, that's what I've done. I've been in, I've been in school since September and I, 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 I've learned so much already that putting together an episode now would actually be pretty easy. Nice. Um, I haven't quite got the hang of the full editing that needs to be done as far as a full episode, but for like normalizing the sound and taking away all the background noises and, Making sure that my my audio is clear and and crisp is it that's all easy. I've, I've, it's surprised I couldn't figure it out on my own, but at the same time I didn't have the software that I needed to do it. So, yeah, that, that's something I would like to try to master. You know, making sound more professional. But uh, you know, like I said, when I'm part of this network called Raw Live and Unedited, and sometimes that's what we do. We just we just roll with it. Yeah, I think that's probably that's you know uh, for a change of pace. I think that's a great idea because I think being able to hear people in in their natural, you know, element kind of brings an extra an extra piece of depth to the situation. It, it's hard, yeah, and it's hard because whatever that raw live and unedited is, it's more natural, you know, yeah. where. It come, it just free flows. It's free flowing, versus oh, I got to find a topic. I got to do research on it. I got to do this. I got to do that. And now you got to talk about it for you know thirty to forty minutes by yourself, you know, versus talking to you two or in another two people or another three people, and it's just free flows. It's comfortable, yeah. you know. And, and I think that's what podcasts should be. They have to be natural. They have to be. Um, comfortable you know it's it's just tough 
sometimes it, and I think that's just excuse me I think that's what just really got to me just it just didn't feel all that yeah. comfortable it's, you know I guess just, it, it's hard by yourself and I think that's why um, another reason I haven't been putting out that many episodes is I've been working with that network and we made a series of of games so they got different shows on their network there's a at one point there was a horror podcast but there's a the toy podcast um but a number of different podcasts and um among the different shows i set up uh we did a, a jeopardy style game um where we did it over over skype where you can see the screen and stuff and here recently we did a we're doing a family feud amongst the different shows so that's been a lot of fun we got we still have the championship round for family feud coming up to record but uh yeah, just just talking to other people um, is a lot easier than than doing it on your own. Absolutely, agreed. I know when I did my first, when I did one of my episodes with Leo, it was it's still to this day my highest listened to episode, and it was so nice because we we're just sitting there, you know. I, I'll give you an example. So this month in class, I'm in a career module which is basically they give us they're helping us put together a portfolio for later on in life. Um, one of the portfolio topics this month was, you know, who are your, who's your inspiration for uh, wanting to do what you want to do, which is podcasting. And, you know, we have to list three different people or three different podcast groups that we, you know, consider to be our inspiration. And, um, we have to write about them. Well, one of the topics, you know, it's it's this. I don't know if you guys have heard of the Bro Ohio podcast. I don't know if anybody really has. But it's two guys. They've been friends since like the sixth grade, and you know, you can tell they're super raunchy. They're catering more towards adults, so they don't give a fuck. <laughs> and um, it's just great. And you know, that's one of the one of the things I had to fill out was one of the. When on my paper was, um, you know, why, why do these people, why do you look up to these people? And I said, because this is basically what I want me and my best friend being who we are, entertaining millions and laughing our asses off. That's not, it's not as fun by yourself, but I mean, you can, I, I, one of the other things we had to do was try to look for, for jobs in, in our area that we're looking for. And I found quite a few actually, it's just kind of surprised. Um, you can, if you have the right dynamic with people, you can just hop in with anybody and have a good time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, we, with the game shows, like we just brought in this new show into the network and just instantly they, they just, um, melded well with, with everybody else's, we had a real good time on that episode. One thing I like to do is like, I've helped, um, People on that network, like I said, I, I helped them out with the game shows. Uh, we had one guy on there that's a really good artist, and everybody always said, you know, you should put out some T-shirts, right? And I helped him with that. I do have my own website called threeleggedrabbit.com. It's the number three leggedrabbit.com where I have uh, I sell shirts and some some of the podcast stuff. Um, but. Like I said, my thing is I really like to help people out. And when I, I saw you guys on here and you haven't podcasted in a while, so I, I wanted to to put myself out there, bring you guys on, and hopefully get you guys motivated to to um to put out some more episodes. It, it, 
it's definitely in the wheelhouse for me. It's just finding the time with school and everything. It's been such a nightmare. And the kids going back to school and, you know, and I, I told, you know, all of my <laughs> 10 followers uh, that I was still going to do this. It's just going to take some time. I wanted to give them good quality stuff. And, you know, everybody, the feedback I got from that was really positive. They totally understood. So, I mean, that's, you know, I'd like to find a partner to do podcast. I'd like to find someone to do podcasting with. I, I think, I think at this you guys point, to get together. Yeah, and, and I think I, I think yeah, and I think at this point with everything that's going on, um, I get exposed enough as it is at work, um, while I'm keeping myself safe and keeping my team safe and trying to make sure that the the guests that go into the store are try to you know are, are kept safe to the most to, to <coughs> you know kept safe to the best to our, of our ability, you know as a store manager and you know working retail, um, for me it's. I don't have a problem, you know, going to, you know, whoever's house, you know, to record or whatever. That's fine. My thing is more like I, I don't want to do it because of how, you know, of me working in retail and me being exposed. So it's it's not out of, well, I don't, he doesn't want to do it. That's why he's not. No, it's, it's just like I'm, I'm, I want to respect y'all's homes by not going over there. Because of my exposure to other people, and I mean, like, and you know, with the with the whole thing being asymptomatic and everything like that, again, I, I monitor myself on an everyday basis. I just make sure that I'm okay whenever I come home because I've got kids. Uh, making sure that people on my team are doing, you know, being responsible and and not doing anything foolish. Um, because if they are and they catch something, well, guess what? You're not coming to work for like a month. You know. Um, Honestly, though, this is the best way right here over uh, Skype. That's what Zoom. I mean. Yeah. 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 The, the main show, uh, they're called the, the weekly show on that, on that network. Um, not everybody's together. You got a couple guys from California, two different sides of California. You got one guy in, um, in Baltimore, one guy in New Jersey, one guy in Washington. Um, yeah, I mean... You don't have to be uh, one-on-one. It's nice, um, but uh, yeah, I found out this is this is the best way, especially right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm all for it, man. Um, uh, I told Melissa about it. She was really excited. She's like, that's really cool. She's like, are you going to do it? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it. I was like, you got three guys over video talk about a bunch of shit from the 80s and the 90s and how we can't let that go. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, I mean. I'm the same with music, like like my 13 year old. Well, Melissa's th- those are her kids, and of course, you know, like Ian, you know, I've taken them in as my own, you know. So like Aiden, he'll listen to this that or whatever. I'm just like, bro, I was like, I don't even know what you're listening to. I was like, the next time you dab, you'll be you're gonna be living on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God Haley doesn't dab. You know, uh, and um, I'm tired of TikTok. You know, so. It's it's just different, you know, but like I'm still stuck in the 90s. I'll listen to Jim Blossoms and Alice in Chains and Soundgarden and Stone Temple and all of these groups from the 90s, you know. Uh, I'm just still stuck there. Okay, very, hold very on. Stuck. Hold on, Leo. Have you heard? So I came across this entirely by accident because it was on TikTok the other day. Oh and this dude God. put up this video of Back in Black and Queen together have you heard this i have not but i saw but i saw a tiktok of 
No, no. Earth, Kitab. Wind, and Fire mashed with Metallica. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was in Sandman. Okay, so I've got you've got to hear at least the beginning of this. It is fabulous. In is the best possible way I can tell you. Listen, just wait. <laughs> I'm about to blow your fucking mind right now, okay? This blue I was okay. I was stoned out of my mind, sitting here in my office, getting ready to take a shower, and this popped up and I'm like, no, this isn't real. This can't be real. I woke her up. She was asleep. I'm like, babe, you gotta hear this. I gotta tell somebody and nobody's awake. So just just hear this. Ignore the dude in the beginning. Mama's mama's <laughs> baby mama's mama's. Yeah, go like this. Nice. Oh shit. Nice. Oh my god. <laughs> so many more. There are so many more out there. It's ridiculous. I'm like, oh my god. My life. Yeah, the, the, the Sandman, the Sandman, Earth with Earth Wind and Fire one was actually really good. Yeah, I heard that one too. I, I, I didn't jump in I didn't stay on it very long, but it was good. Are you guys big concert goers? Do you miss concerts? Oh yeah. I, I'm yeah. I'm very I'm very, I'm very introverted. Uh, I almost my the the only concert I've ever been to was Nine Inch Nails. Way back in the day, um, I was going to go to Disturbed last time they were here, but the last minute I just backed out because I, I remember that there was too many people. Um, Metallica is doing that thing where they're doing the drive-in, and I'm seriously considering that because I can be in my own vehicle and safe away from psychos. I thought about so that. I might do that. I thought about that. It's uh, it's 115 bucks per car load. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's Metallica, though. Are, are you really surprised? Yeah, no. No, I've seen them. Uh, <laughs> I saw them. Was it 2006, 2007, I think? Um, I saw them. I saw them seven. I saw no, no. I saw them in November of seven, and then the following September in 08. And they had come here to San Antonio. Uh, yeah. I, went to, I went to the show in Houston, and then I went to the show. I had floor tickets to the show here, and then I got Melissa um, tickets for Valentine's Day. Uh, I think three. I think the last time they were here, which was three years ago, something like that. Unless uh, four. four years ago, it was here. But that was my third time seeing them, and that was her first time seeing them, and that's her yeah. favorite band. So because that's when I was she, gonna go she flipped too. her lid. That's yes. when I was going to go too, and then Brittany yeah. wouldn't fucking give me the money. <laughs> wouldn't give me my money. She wouldn't give me my money to go. What's Man, the, I'm happy she's what's out the of last life. last concert? <laughs> what's the last concert you've seen? Ooh. Didn't you go to? Holy shit, I can't remember. I think it was Trivium. No. Yeah, no, no, didn't you go to Trans Siberian? I th- yes, I think that might have been the last or one. Was it or was it the one that did the uh did the orchestra did all the the video game songs? No, 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 it was Trans Siberian. I think that was the last concert I went to. Uh it was definitely one of the last ones, I think. That was a few years ago. That was a couple of years back. We were still living at the apartments. Uh, that must have been like maybe three, uh, two years ago, three years ago, something like that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, my, mine was just this past year. Me and my son, we went to Austin to go see Tenacious D. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad my son's kind of like a. He's at the age now. Well, he's a senior now, but you know, he's at the age where he he likes going, and you know, I like going with him. So, like, you want to go to this concert? Let's go. Let's do this. Saw Tenacious D. I took him here to the Aztec. We saw um, one of my favorite bands from the '90s, uh, Real Big Fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was an awesome show. <sighs> How is Jack Black on stage? He's just the way you would think he is. Okay, good. Yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. And we I've, were, I've been watching his YouTube and his 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 other stuff, and it's just hilarious. I love it. And we had general mission, so we were like pretty close to the stage. It was it was pretty awesome? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I want to I want to say Trans Siberian was the last one. I, now that I'm thinking about it, it could have very well been Trivium. I think I think we went to go see Trivium. Uh, um, that must have been a couple of years ago. It was. It's been a while. I can't even. I really can't even remember. So, it's it's been so long. What are we like March, six hundred and thirty seventh, something like that. Something like that. I don't even know. So you guys talk about uh, Marvel and Batman and all GI Joes, all this stuff. Are you guys into Star Wars at all? Mm-hmm. I haven't. I have the movies, but I I've been it's been so long since I've sat down to watch them. Melissa wants to have a marathon, but we never. But then again, we've been. What are you waiting for? We've been. We've been planning a marathon for the last three years, and it never happened. I was so bummed out because this summer we were gonna go visit my dad. My half family in California. We were gonna plan this whole trip. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to (laughs) Disneyland and everything and. You know, and then everything hit. Everything. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> yeah, it's this new toy I got, I got can add sound effects. I like that. That is cool. I'm gonna have to steal I'm gonna have to steal that from you if I start my own podcast. <laughs> or I'll just do it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I was bummed out. Speaking of Star Wars, have you, um, they ju- I saw they just said they're gonna finally, supposedly, start filming the Kenobi series next month. I'll believe it when I see pictures. <laughs> I had heard about that. I mean, they're on and off, on and off, on and off. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know how, if I believe that, but supposedly. I'm just gonna sound like I'm just gonna sound like i'm interested and like i know what's going on but i heard about that <laughs> no i mean they're, they're they're all over the place they're, they're talking about taking you know different things from the you know all of the canon and non-canon and putting stuff together but every time they put something together it gets shut down yeah and then this whole now originally that was all lucas and that's cool you know it's it's his baby it's his product but it's disney now i expected to see a lot more by now Mind you, I'm not complaining. The Mandalorian is probably oh, my favorite TV show active and live right it's now. It's awesome. It's awesome. I can't get enough of it. I have one, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different Mandos in here of different lines and different genres because 
I love it. I can't get enough of it. How do you feel about um, supposedly bringing in like Ahsoka and some of the Clone Wars characters into the Mandalorian? I would also be really cool with that. Um, I think I think every story I, oh, I think every Star Wars story needs a bit of Jedi and Sith in it. It has to. It can't live without it because that's the core of what Star Wars is. So I can't. I, I can absolutely jump on board with that because you know, again, that's what it needs. Yeah, Just I like stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's here's a question that that goes around our network, and we're actually gonna have a big show, like a big triggered show. I don't know what we're gonna call it yet, but uh, we're gonna have a show. We also have a, a Star Wars podcast called the Sarlacc Digest, and there's always this this battle between Star Wars and Marvel, in which is more culturally significant. So if I throw Ooh. that question at you guys, what would, what would you say? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's, that's yeah, I agree. But hmm. I, I think I, it's tough, but, but let me tell you, I think from a, from a comic book perspective, you know, a lot of Marvel's stuff, and I'm taking bits and pieces from um, Stan Lee's personal thoughts and opinions. When a lot of his books started back in the '60s in Timely Comics, because it was it was Timely Comics before it jumped into Marvel and you know all of that stuff, if I'm not mistaken. So a lot of his books revolved around real life you know discrimination racism right in x-men in in the, in the states in the nation perfect example the x-men yep that that look at you you're in a world where you're looked at differently you are hated for what you are because of the color of your skin oh mystique because you look different from somebody oh beast you know things of that nature so a lot of a lot of what was going on way back when was brought about in his line of comics. I can't say the same about DC because I don't know what DC. I don't know what DC's agenda was, but make money. Exactly. That was you it. Know, that, that's all I can really think of. You know, other than than trying to compete with Marvel and bring their, their own mm-hmm. form of comics. Which don't get me wrong, they 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 did not. They I mean, look at them. They're one of the big three. You know, Marvel, DC, and the other, the third one would be for me. It would be Image Comics. You know, because Image has an insane yep. amount of stuff that's incredible out there. Um, compared to DC, me me personally, I think that DC was more based on... You didn't have your mutants. You didn't have this, that, or whatever. But you had a few gods, you know, like Shazam. You know, Shazam was, was I think, catered or, or, or brought about like a, a, like a god form. Um, you had aliens and Superman and Supergirl, you know, things of that nature. And and they even then, so you had some issues like discrimination and racism, you know, because they were aliens. But a lot of their stuff wasn't superhero based. Yes, it's superhero, but you had a lot of there were a lot of these people were just ordinary people. Batman, Bruce Wayne, Oliver Queen, Green Arrow, you know, just regular people, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Hal Jordan. You know, just a regular person, a pilot, you know, found this ring, became the lantern. You know, a lot of these characters were just everyday normal people with a heightened, a heightened 
uh, amount of uh, or heightened skill set, you know, and then they just came about, you know. That's that's just the way I see it. So, so let me flip compared, that coin compared to Star Wars, compared to Star Wars, <laughs> Marvel and Star Wars. What would you? I'm gonna take this one out. <laughs> so I mean, I really think in in, in relation, it's a tough one. It is. I mean, but that's why we're gonna battle it out. On that, on our show. Yeah, I, I, can't, Storm I, can't. I can't because they're both. They both. I mean, did, did, I you think... know, Leo, to Leo's point, you know, there's a lot of you know racism and stuff that's it's drawn in there. It's trying to defeat, but there is in Star Wars as well. And there's also in Star Wars the regime, the Empire, the great big bad. So it's kind of hard to to pick which would be. I, honestly, I don't know. I honestly, <laughs> I, think, I honestly think it kind of changed over maybe this past year. You know, Marvel was probably in the lead, right? Then you had the big uh, end game thing, and it kind of shifted a little. Mandalorian people started focusing more on Star Wars because right now we haven't gotten anything from Marvel. Uh, every every movie's on hold. Everything's on hold. But but yeah. it, it is it is a tough one. You know, like, uh, well, and here's another factor to that too: is the 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 past libraries. You know, there's 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 tons of both. Yeah, and a lot of people have a lot of time on their hands, so we could come out of this with completely different numbers than we went into it. Oh yeah, I mean, it could be we we could go we could have gone in with you know Star Wars kind of in the lead or Marvel kind of in the lead to now somebody's really in the lead or somebody's. Yeah, just kind of squeaking by. It, it, it could go either way. So if I pose the boat, so if I pose the question that you have, you're in a boat and you have Star Wars and you have Marvel. Star Wars. You're keeping Star I Wars? Have to go, I'm going to have to go with Marvel just because I'm so out of the loop with Star Wars. Star Wars is Star Wars has is always going to have a special place in my heart. Mm. It was, you know, it was the first thing I ever watched. You know, it was the first sci-fi thing. It was what turned me on sci-fi in the first place. I like how you were quick with that decision. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's, there's no question. I will totally dunk Marvel over Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a whole lot of exposure to them um, up until later for me. Up until like the mid, uh, semi mid mid nineties, because my my stuff came from. Okay, brush your teeth. I'm going to. <laughs> Um, um, I didn't get exposure into like Batman until some comic. I I don't even and I you know what I could very well be making this up in my own mind. I don't even really remember when I had any kind of real exposure to Batman. But I was very young. I must have been about Geo's age. I must have been about five or six. Well, he's seven actually. So roughly around that time frame. So I didn't have any kind of and I don't know where it came from. Then I, I remember watching the old Star, Mor- Star Wars movies, and then Star I started Wars. seeing Star Wars, Star <laughs> Wars, and then um, the Godzilla stuff, a lot of the old Godzilla stuff. So that those movies did open up my mind to otherworldly things, outer space, you know, uh, starships, you know. Another one, another TV show that I remember, Lost in Space, was another mm-hmm. one that I grew up watching, and I think it, I remember 
the old episodes. I believe it was on TNT, I think, or TBS. It was one of those. Uh, Lost in Space was another one. I think it was TNT. Um, Lost in Space was another one that I remember watching growing up as a kid. Um, and that really exposed my mind to otherworldly things and planetaries and planets and aliens and stuff like that. So I don't have a lot of fond memories of my dad. You know, he wasn't exactly the greatest person in the world, but, you know, he, he the first time I watched Star Wars with it was with him. We watched Empire Strike Back, Strikes Back because that's what came on TV. And he said, oh, my God, you have to sit down. We're going to watch this right now. And that was the happiest I've ever been with my dad. Mm. It was right there at that moment. And I mean, that's that's probably why I'll always sway more towards Star Wars. But, you know, that's that's what it was. You know, we sat down. I remember it was like bright and sunny outside. We could have been outside playing. But no, we were watching Star Wars. <laughs> Changed my life forever. Yep, I, I feel I have a connection with Star Wars. I was born in 77. So it's like I was born in 86. So, I mean, it, I'm, I'm late to the party. But at the same time. Been there the whole time. Speaking of Godzilla, there's that one right there. Godzilla versus King Kong. I'm going through my Amazon Prime, my Amazon, my Prime video. Stop on it. TV. Stop it, Leo. You're going to spend money. Look, Spaceballs. <laughs> I'm going to put down my watch list. That was another one that kind of... That was another one. It was, a parody, it was a parody, but that was another one that kind of opened up my mind to, you know, intergalactic, you know a whole different dimension stuff out there. It was a parody, but it was funny. I mean, Spaceballs was another one. That was that's a, when I that started. That's funny. when I first started picking up on uh, Double Meanings. Yeah. <laughs> that was the movie, and I was like, and you know what that kind of sounds like? And they're like, yeah, that's exactly what... Oh, Whoa! That's, that's why I leaned more towards Star Wars when we're talking about Star Wars and Marvel. It's like, people, I think people in general, the general public, recognize star wars more than you would uh, a marvel character maybe not, maybe not now today. nowadays yeah. maybe not that's not true but um before iron man who who knew the hell who knew the hell iron man was right even me when it first came out i was like yeah even me when it first came out that i can agree with yeah. i can definitely agree with that i mean just because there's more lo- i mean well Marvel has more longevity because they've been around since the 60s, but unless if you, were you a- mention something like immediately, you know, and somebody, you know, if it's Star Wars related, somebody will pick it up like that. Yeah. You know, even people that don't like Star Wars know Star Wars. Exactly. They've yeah. They've watched it. They've they've watched all of them, whether they tell you they have or not. They have because yeah. you have to. It's a staple. You can't not. And it's one of those things where if they might not know who the character is, if they can't remember the name, if they can't pronounce the name, it's, it's the thing with the big with the big four legs. That's a giant. Oh, the ATAT. Oh, yeah, that thing. You know, mm-hmm. you know, they they pick it up really really quick. You know, so that I can definitely everything that was mentioned in that part I can definitely agree with. Hey, so Leo, you're going through your uh, Netflix lineup. Is there any uh, shows or movies you watched recently? That So I just finished. Funny that you bring that up. <laughs> I just finished Swamp Thing. Is that good? Uh, it's good. I'm pissed that they canceled they it. They canceled it. Because, it, yeah. So what happened was, I don't like know. Over budget or something, right? 
I think I don't know if it was over budget. I don't know if it was just creative differences. But I just finished Swamp Thing today. I started watching it, I think, yesterday or day before. And I finished it. And it is excellent. I loved it. Um, I love Swamp Thing. Very underrated character in the DC Universe line. Not to ma- it, Well, it was in the subsidiary. It was with Vertigo Comics, which is a subsidiary of DC. So that was pretty much like the black label. The, the you know, not suitable for children. And that label brought about so many promising characters and roles in Constantine and Swamp Thing. Constantine, which was like the longest running I think it was that one or it was Swamp Thing. It was either one of those two, the longest running comic series in, I think, DC's history. Um, something like that. But I just finished Swamp Thing. It is really good. The acting was good. I can probably say the acting, except one cast, one character was just really crappy acting. Um, but the, the, the plot was good. Um, doesn't start off slow. By the second episode, you already have Alec Holland turning into the swamp thing and i'm just like holy shit like that was quick wow but it but it picks up it picks up um i'm just very disappointed that there's only one season of this um so i'm hoping that it's going to be difficult now with the pandemic going on but i'm hoping that hbo max or netflix or or uh uh uh, man, I don't know. I was thinking about somebody else, another company, uh, CW. One of these picks up the show. I don't. It would not be suitable for CW because there's there's f bombs and stuff like that in the like. This is dark. Like Swamp Thing is dark, um, and the way it should be. Um, so HBO Max would definitely be something, or Netflix would definitely be a place where this show needs to be. Is it? Is that um, where you watched it? HBO Max. I haven't, but I've heard a lot of really promising things about it. Um, Did you catch it on? So, a, or what did you watch it on? Did you? I, I bought. I bought. I bought it. Oh, I, okay. So I bought the Blu-ray. I bought it. I bought the Blu-ray set. It was like twelve ninety-nine on Amazon. Because I know it so I, on that uh, DC app. I wasn't. I wasn't buying that. Though. So well, they actually just changed it. So now it's going to be strictly comics. Really. Hmm. Mm. So all of DC Universe's shows, from my understanding, are going to HBO Max, and the app is going to be a digital. Uh, the app has now become a digital uh, access point for the for comics, just kind of like I think Marvel just started a new comics app. It's called Marvel Unlimited or something, and it's just this huge, uh, you know, monumentous, you know, just library of digital comics for Marvel. So I think uh, Jim Lee, if I'm not mistaken, announced that yesterday. So all the shows that they did are now going to be a part of HBO Max. But um, Great, another app I have to buy. Yeah, and it's just (laughs) one of those things where it's like, man, dude, it was so good. That was good. Melissa and I watched The Lock and Key. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, and I talked to a friend of mine, Rob, he actually runs a comic. But well, he runs it, but but the guy that the owner built, Mr. Morales, William Morales, he he's out in Houston. So Real nice uh, guy. yeah, Bill, they run. He runs a Gravity Damage Collectibles off of uh, okay. uh, Babcock Hebner. And Rob, I was talking to Rob the other day, and he was I don't know what he was watching, but he had a hardcover 
a volume one of Lock and Key, and I bought it like on the spot. It was an impulse buy. I should have never bought that, but I bought it. <laughs> uh, so I was just like, I'm taking. He's like, is that Lock and Key? He's like, yeah. I was like, I'm taking it. Um, he told me he's like, this is the only show I've watched where the show was better than the book. I can wow. think of other. I can think of other platforms. Witcher, from my understanding, the game oh. was a lot better than the book. So the, much the, so where the author was so pissed that he wasn't getting like some kind of royalties from it. He did um, he did their own fit because the video game absolutely brought Geralt to life. Yeah. Um the um, books, the books the their own right are good. Um they you know, they, they plant a firm seed for what what is now, you know the Witcher. Yeah. Absolutely. I think if there wasn't one, there wouldn't be the other. And that yeah, lock and key was good. Rob was Rob said the same thing. This was the only one where the show was better than what I was reading. So that was another one that we recently finished. It was re- it was really good. I had a lot of fun with it. I've started season two of Umbrella Academy. I've only got through the first episode though. Yeah, it's good. My wife and I are watching that and cursed. <laughs> what do you, What do you think so far? I love that show. They're both great. I mean, they're both fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, we watched we watched the first episode of Umbrella Academy, and of course, just right out of the gate, it's just right back into action, right back into everything, and and you have no idea what the hell's going on, and it's great. Yeah, love I love it. it. I love it. And cursed, cursed is just you know, Merlin, Excalibur, a female beforehand. I wonder how many people are actually shitting their pants over that. I haven't seen that. So the premise is it's before King Arthur. Um, and, you know, the, the sword's already existed. It's already been there. It's already been a thing. Um, and the king that's currently residing is Arthur, but not the right Arthur. And Merlin, did you guys watch Vikings? Mm-hmm. But I heard really good stuff about it. Season. it just it, the Floki. Do you know who Floki is? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's Merlin. Okay, it's perfect. That. I could buy that. Yeah, I mean, I, when I when we watched the first episode, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then I looked online, I was like, oh my god, it is. But yeah, no, it's it's really good. It's you know, so before the real King Arthur and Excalibur put together or whatever, the fairy folk are trying to take care of Excalibur, and I'm still not totally sure what all's going on. But this girl, who's a fairy or a fae, um uses it she's used it a couple times now in the first few episodes so i to think and the reason i said i wonder how many people are out there shitting their pants is because how many misogynistic men are out there throwing a fucking fit because a woman is is holding their ideal idol's sword you know (laughs) like what do you mean a woman's holding it no that's not allowed but um no yeah lock and key is great uh I started watching Doom Patrol because I bought that one too. That one was, fifth. yeah, that one I heard got really, really good critical, uh, critically acclaimed reviews. I started watching. I saw the first episode, and the first episode was was interesting to I, say the least. I can't get into um, anything DC except for Batman. That's just me. A lot of surprisingly, if you've seen any, if you haven't not seen any of the animated films, oh, whether it I've, doesn't have I've to be Batman, Batman related, Apocalypse? Suicide Squad. Uh, anything, anything like that. Those are all really good. Really well, you know what else is really good? 
I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm totally jumping back to the other the other topic. But October faction. If you haven't seen that, watch it. Oh my god. October I haven't faction. seen that one yet. No. It's good. It's good. It's like horror action awesomeness. <laughs> yeah. No. Anything animated that I have that that DC does, if they did the same, if they inputted the same. Effort, effort, yeah. effort, right? <laughs> that they did, that they, you know, and they're getting there. Um, they got a long way to go. But, but you, you can't. It, it's not a race. This isn't a matter of. I want to be alive to see it, Leo. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is a race. Damn it! Look, how, how do you feel about the DC movies? I mean, uh, the live. I don't hate movies. any of them. I'm one of those people that I don't look for the mistakes. I just enjoy the movie. Um, except one exception, Jared Leto, Joker, I hate. I can't stand it. I concur. The, I concur. the, the, uh, the, the cartoon Joker was perfect. He was just the right amount of crazy. Jared Leto is way on the other end, down the spectrum by retard. <laughs> I mean... The movie, I personally don't think. He, I mean, well, I have nothing against Jared Leto. I love his music. I think he can be a great actor in some roles. Just Joker. That's it. But no problem. I really, his addition in the film was just odd, because yes, he had to save Harley, and we all know we all know the the situations between them two or whatever. Yeah, great. Okay, whatever. You're not in the Suicide Squad. Like, what are you doing here? Um, and it was just awkward. Like, I get it. I, I get it. You know, the, the, you know, Joker was trying to get Harley from the Suicide Squad. That way she lives, you know, trying to save her. I get that. But but he wouldn't do that. It, it was just so, yes, with, with what Ian said. And it was just so weird. It was like the moments where he would come out and the scenes and the clips were just so weird. It just didn't. Go with the film. Suppose, the movie was great. We had the blast. We had a blast. I loved supposedly it. Supposedly they cut you know, out a lot but, of his stuff. But it was just so odd. Just like it just doesn't fit. But like moving forward though, you, do you how do you feel about you know, I know they're still talking about um some sort of multiverse or about bringing in other Oh, I'm all, I'm all for it. So much uh, so, so where they even maybe they a, even they've a flashpoint uh, they've, story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's where I was actually going to get to, where they've even tried. They're trying. They're in talks to trying to get Michael Keaton to repri- reprise his role as Batman in a different multiverse, which I am a hundred percent for. Now hold on, yes. hold on, hold on. What universe are you okay for it in? Well, I mean, I, this is what I don't know because of no. How- there's there's only one answer. <laughs> what. What do you mean? What universe? Batman Beyond. He needs to be the old Batman. He needs to be Terry. Oh McGinnis. well, I didn't watch Batman Beyond. So I yeah, I didn't watch that. Yeah, I just someone's <laughs> triggered. He's leaving the room. He's leaving the room. Yeah, I didn't, wa- I didn't watch. The animated se- I I I watched the animated series, but I didn't continue. It was part of that part. It was part of that process. Whenever that was going on, where I stopped watching Power Rangers. And that was one of them. I didn't watch Spider Man anymore after a certain point in my in you know. I stopped, I, stopped, I stopped watching Power Rangers after Turbo. 
I stopped watching after Zio. It was Zio, and I was done. You know, and then Batman animated series, series loved it. Didn't watch Beyond. Um, I own it because I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it for the rest of my yeah. life. <laughs> I, 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 I don't I, know. I would what, love him in that role. I would love him in that role, but I don't know if that's what he's being signed up for. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. He's probably I don't know what DC is doing for what's it called? Uh, year not year one. Uh, the old fat Batman. Oh, uh, okay. so Knight? you're talking about you're talking about the seventies, eighties from Dark Knight from Dark Knight Returns. Yes, yes, yes. That's who I think that they're gonna sign him for. Because he's supposed to be in the Flash movie, so I think yes, it's got to be some kind of Flashpoint. Um, it's it's oh, going to be in regards maybe, to it. Yeah, maybe maybe they're going to make him Thomas Wayne. That's actually what I was going to follow up with right now. You took you, I thought it, but you said it. So that's what I was thinking too. I wouldn't hate that. I don't think it would be interesting. I I really think it would be interesting. I loved his role. His comeback into cinema has been great. You know, his role as the vulture in Spider-Man was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, he was so good. He was so good. Yeah. And then his uh, they had that little, um, I think it was like a Sundance Festival film. It got an award. Uh, Birdman, I think, yeah. was, was one of them. And The Founder, which was based around McDonald's, Ray Kroc. And that was on Netflix. But I never really got around to watching it. Mm-hmm. I, I need to. I'm, I'm not sure if it's still on there, but um, I had. I was starting to watch it. And I was going to see it, but his his comeback into cinema and the roles that he's gotten. Not to mention, uh, I believe his another uh, his another inclusion or a a, a a role in I guess the third Spider-Man film with Tom Holland. I think was also discussed as well, if I'm not mistaken. So. Um, the idea of him in the in Marvel movies and and you know is is really really cool, but now I'm starting to wonder. Well, you know what what are they going to do with this multiverse Flashpoint film? You know that they that they have in hand. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited for it though. Hopefully, I'm, I really I'm excited for hopefully it. Hopefully, they have some kind of plan. Like I'm rooting for DC, but everything they come out with is just garbage. Except I, Wonder except Woman was great. Loved Aquaman. Uh, we, I, I'm actually. I didn't like. Aquaman. I was really, I was really impressed with Wonder Woman. I was really impressed with that film. I, I'm not a big Wonder Woman fan, but I was, I was, really, really thrilled with the way that movie turned out. So I can see your point. I, Leo is is always, you know, he's he's on the level of Marvel. I can see, I can see the, not so much his point. I understand where you're coming from. Um, and that, that goes back to me again, being able to watch the whole movie and just enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I, t- I totally understand where you're coming from as far as not liking anything other than Batman. I can totally understand it. My wife's like that. You know, she'll watch it just to appease me, but I, I can tell when she just hates it. Again, I think it's just another one of those as a child, you know, Batman really hit me. I remember in the summer 89, I was with my dad in California and, took me to see that that movie i remember waiting in the line to go watch that that movie just 89 batman just holds a special place in my heart but absolutely man that was the first Batman i saw i was like five it was glorious yeah and that's what started me down my road of being a very goth anti-social freak <laughs> but i'm really okay with it 
Yeah, I know. I mean, that that's my first Batman was was Keaton. Um, then I slowly started learning the exposure of, you know, there's a lot of reruns of Batman 66 with Adam West and Burt Ward. Um, and I had a small appreciation for that because um, I, there, there's a lot of great actors in there. You know, uh, Frank Gorshin, who's the Riddler, Cesar Romero, the Joker, you know, all these guys. Um, and I like um, certain aspects of that film. But for me, it's always been Keaton. I was not a fan of Kilmer or Clooney as Batman. Loved them. Um, I, I like them. I have respect for them because they've done great other great stuff. I was just not a fan of them under the cowl. Batfleck, I was very... Oh, man. I was on eggshells. <laughs> and, then yeah. I, and then I was like, okay, well, I was like, I started picturing him in the cowl. He's got the butt chin, so mm-hmm. that works. And then his role in Batman versus Superman, the movie was dark, but it was like a very forcing dark. And again, going back to Zack Snyder, going back to the comment I said earlier, they're trying to speed things up. You're not going to catch up to Marvel, dude. And that's okay. You don't have to work at your own pace. Take a page out of Patty Jenkins book with what she did with Wonder Woman and just run with it and, and just create something great that everybody can enjoy. They, they yeah, I loved it. Wonder Woman. Suicide Squad was good. Aquaman was good. You know, but Batman and Batman versus Superman, unless you watch unless you did not see the Ultimate Edition, it wasn't gonna make very much sense to you. Okay, I can see where all this is going. I'm gonna say it right now. I gave Ben Affleck a chance for one reason and one reason and only. And that was because Kevin Smith is probably one of my all-time top ten idols, and he is also the biggest Batman freak on the planet. And if he said it was okay, I had to trust him. I agree. Now, Twilight Boy, I no. still, I still can't, I still can't be okay with that. He, Robert Pattinson is Batman. He's a good just, actor, though. He's a good actor, and I think the I direction. Know, but I can't. See him in any, I need. You know what I need to do? I need to go watch his other movies because I've only. I only think of him as Edward from Twilight. I need to watch his other movies, and maybe I'll change my mind. If they're going away, I think they're going a more dark, like a truly detective story. I think, I think he'll be all right. So I'm, I haven't, I'm, I haven't, I've seen snippets of Twilight, but I've heard otherwise yeah, from yeah, other film roles he had. So it's like. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know. And 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 I was the same with with Ben Affleck. But I also have to agree with what Ian said. I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. You know, I like Kevin oh, Smith, yeah. the stuff he's done, Chasing Amy, Mall Rats, all that stuff was great. Clerks. Um, I just, I, I, I want DC to do good. And I think they've done good. Not Marvel good, but they're getting there. And like I said, you're a redheaded it's, stepchild. It, it's Don't not be Marvel good. <laughs> it's, it's. Get out of my kitchen! <laughs> it's it's um, it's take it at your own pace, and I think as long as you're doing that, you're getting to the. You're fucking retarded. <laughs> um, you know, as long as they're they're going about it in their own shape and form, and their own pace, and they're producing a quality product, I think they're going to be okay. But at the end of the day, it's not. It's I mean, it's. It's a, it's a tale of the tortoise and the hare. I just don't know if the tortoise is going to beat the hare in this one. Only, and I don't think they will. Only time will tell. But 
Exactly. Uh, I'm being optimistic for the Batman just because I'm a fan. Oh, yeah. I'm being optimistic for DC in general. Uh, Shazam was also... I can't believe I forgot Shazam. Shazam was great. I had a lot of fun with Shazam. I like Shazam. I'm making an effort for... I loved it. I loved Shazam. I think it was hilarious. It was so funny. I had somebody, I had somebody watch and they come told me they come they came and told me that it was the worst movie they'd ever seen. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Shazam. It is hilarious. Shazam yeah, it was, was so good. Was DC's best attempt at a Marvel Marvel movie. <laughs> that's that's my it take. was I had I, I loved it. I think me and Melissa went to go watch it. I don't think the kids were with us, but we watched it and we really enjoyed it. Wesley it loves it. Yeah. It's it's for me it's Wonder Woman, Shazam, and then everything else that came afterwards. <laughs> Christopher Nolan Batman films were, were awesome though. I mean I'm not I can't I can't put that I mean I, yeah. the fir- the first one was good. The by the time I got to the third one, it just didn't have the same feel. Right. I agree hundred percent. But uh, but the first two were good. As a yeah. Batman fan, I'm not a fan of a Christian Bale Batman though. The vo- I can't do the voice thing. I, that, 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 it bothers I, me. It, it, it bothers me. Yeah. I love Christian Bale. He does some great stuff. Good but for that you. Whole, <laughs> I mean, that I'm not wearing hockey pants. I mean, I was just like, <laughs> I can still remember his lip. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just. I mean, I was like, there was no need for that. <laughs> like you should, why didn't you use like a voice changer like Batfleck or something? Like <laughs> it was it was pretty brutal. It wasn't horrible, but it was not good. All right. I think I've taken up enough of your time, but before we go, I like to end with a little something I call Dork Dad questions. Where I just kind of run through ten questions. No right or wrong answer, just kind of um some are silly, some are a little serious, but uh, hopefully, it, hopefully yes, it's some fun. No, no, <laughs> yes, and every second Saturday of so, the month. So if y'all ready to end this, let's, let's, let's get into these dork dad questions. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Question number one for the both of y'all. What was your favorite cereal as a kid and now? Cinnamon Toast Crunch then. Uh, strawberry Shredded Mini Wheats now. Ah. Cocoa Pebbles. And Peanut Butter Crunch. All right. Still kid cereal. That's right. And I still eat it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I've made some changes, but I still eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, funny you should uh, say Kevin uh, Kevin Smith. <laughs> uh, number two, I have Kevin Smith or Kevin James. Kevin Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith. Yeah, I love Kevin Smith. I love how he how passionate he is about stuff. He's a big crybaby. Oh man. <laughs> Hold on, I got I got the, hand, the hand gestures. Oh man, and let me tell you something, guys. Uh, I'm just yeah. like, dude, just watching the hand gestures, just is like, I'm excited already. He was literally crying when uh, they mentioned him in, in Captain Marvel. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Was what was his last name? Huh? I'm totally drawing a blank. We're Kevin Smith and Kevin who? Kevin James. Kevin James. James. King. Of, uh, King of oh, okay, 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 okay. Not so funny. 
I like him. I do. I do. I love everything he's done. Here come the boom. I love that movie. I still have to say Kevin Smith. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Question number three. If we lived in the old West, what do you think you'd be doing? Outlaw. Hanging out with White Earp. (laughs) So, all right. So a cop versus an outlaw. Let's go. Or I think I'm, it's that, or I'm gonna be shot in an outhouse. <laughs> Taking <a> shit. <laughs> you know, I, I think yeah. it's the least favorite of the Back to the Future movies, but I love Part Three. Me too. They're in the West. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. And I think just because I have a, uh, just because I, I like westerns, so I can appreciate it yeah. in a futuristic sense. <laughs> <laughs> that whole trilogy is good. What do you think about yes. the rumors of a remake? I'm okay with it. Please, please give it to me. I'll, I will, I will bend over and take it right now. I'm okay with it. Um, and 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 the way I see it, uh, if they can get some of the previous actors from the other films in it, that it gives it that much more nostalgia. Would you make want... Marty make make make, make uh, Michael J. Fox actual Marty's dad? <laughs> yeah. Would you want a? Uh... A remake like 85 to 2015, or would you want it uh, current, present time? Going no, no, further no. into the future. So what I think, and, and I don't know how many other people think like me, but I think all of those movies, I think even the original Star Wars, I think they all need to be redone from their original. Redone. Because there's so much more that they could do now, and they could make it so much better. I think that's crazy. With the limitations. Star Wars. The limitations to 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 film, to production, uh, CGI. Even though there's, we, mm, so you're for you know, all the reboots, remakes. I I could do. Re- I I can definitely do even that. The child's play. Uh, just, did you guys get into the new Child's Play? I did not. Yeah, I did. I watched it. I did not see it. I, I had to uh, pass. It, it didn't. It didn't do what the original did for me. The original Chucky terrified the ever living fuck out of me. Well, here's a little. I'm not sure if you guys have heard about this, but the guy. Oh man, I forgot his name. Damn it, I had it off. The, I had it on the tip of my tongue. Um, but the guy who voiced Chucky in the original is supposed to be coming back for a series of a child play child a child's play series, if I'm not mistaken. That'd be dope. So he would. He has been in talks with uh, with a series. I think. I think well, my that's, that's kind of cool. I think my problem with the remake was it was a robot. Yeah. Mm. It just didn't do it for me. All right, Possessed see. plastic doll, absolutely. Robot, not so much. Give me a motherfucking EMP. All right, let's see. Brad Brad Dorif. There we go. I had to look it up or I was going to forget. Brad Dorif, who voiced Chucky. How was Mark Hamill, though, as as a voice? I didn't hate it. Because I mean, one because it's Mark Hamill, because Mark yes. Hamill, yeah. and uh, I I didn't hate it. I think he did. I think he did all right. I think if they had put his voice in a plastic doll's body, we would have gotten somewhere. I might Pain. give it a shot still. I right, see. It's not a horrible watch. It's really not. <laughs> it's it's not. I folded laundry while I watched it. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Question number four. 
if you were in a commercial, what what would you be selling? Insurance like flow. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. liberty. Well, liberty, liberty. Probably. <laughs> emu, emu. Pizza or Italian food. Nice. Gonna be the Domino's, gotta... Domino's delivery guy. Yeah, there you go. I've done that. You know what? You know what? I could do insurance like flow, but it's gotta be funny like that, or I could be like some like stupid like Domino's delivery dude. <laughs> All right. Hey, man, how you doing? Or just any kind of pizza <laughs> delivery guy. <laughs> I think in general. Yeah. I Turns guess. out I was way too antisocial for that job. <laughs> I did, like the Ooh. new commercial where you just throw the pizza at the car. It's like and throw the pizza on the roof like <laughs> what's it like Walter White? Yeah. <laughs> he gets pissed. <laughs> All right, let's see. Question number five. What's your favorite Bruce Willis movie? Ooh. Fifth element. Nice. I like that one. That one? And Or Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys is really good too. Oh man, twelve Mon- I have to I have to watch that one. I haven't seen that one in a long time. That one. I'd probably have to go with that one. Or Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. Which one? Hudson Hawk is probably one of my favorite Bruce Willis movies. I I okay. Okay, all of them. Can I? Can I just do all of them? Um, Fifth Element, Sixth Sense. All right. I'll do. He he didn't have like a like a. It wasn't a very Bruce Willis Bruce Willis e role, but I loved the movie. I love the just the whole the 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 dialogue everything about it was just amazing. I'm not a huge fan of Shamikin Sh- 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 Moon, whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. M Night Shyamalan. 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 So that guy, the village. What the fuck was that about? Come on. Since y'all are, I still love signs. Since y'all are, lady in the water, masturbation hand. Really. Since y'all are Kevin Smith fans, have you have you guys read his book? Um Shit, I forget which one it is. Uh, but he talks about working with Bruce Willis. Uh-huh. Have you heard that? I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't read the book, but I've heard him talk about working with Bruce Willis. Yeah, he hates Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah he's he said, not a fan at all. <laughs> he, said he said he's a big dick. And uh, I don't know. I think, I think a lot of Hollywood may seem like that, though. Don't you think? I think there's, I think there's very few that are genuine people. Uh, Keanu Reeves, I think, is a genuine person. Um, Kevin Smith, I think, is a semi-genuine person, if not a little bit snobbish on his own end. Uh, uh, who else? From a comic, from a comic, slash cartoon, slash. I would think Chris Evans is a real people person. Yeah, like I, I was gonna so. say, like, like I can kind of see like the snobbish, the snob in, in in Kevin Smith, but I think it makes him very easy to like him just because of how much. How into how much cool shit he's into? Um, if he was still alive, I think he, Heath Ledger would be a legit, like, uh, you know, sensitive person. You know, just very caring. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Ke- Keanu as well. I, I definitely believe that. Um, By the way, Heath Ledger, Knight's Tale, one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a movie I will always keep in my collection. Always, always. And ten things I hate about you wasn't a bad movie either. Oh, that's one of my favorites. All right, let's see. Moving on, number six. 
If you could live in any video game universe, what would it be? Oh, Ooh. that's not fair. <laughs> oh, damn. What are the parameters here? Can I change who I am in this universe repeatedly? Hey, you're just in the universe. You could be whoever. You could be yourself. Man, I stumped y'all. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm debating. I'm debating on magic or action or uh, me me i wouldn't want to be in like call of duty because I'd, I'd rather be in the game where you can just chill out I, I i would like that to be an option however i would also <laughs> like to be able to call of duty at the same time um, um, you know, as long as you can respond as long as you can respond yeah I, I think you know what you are know i put myself i put myself in the deadpool video game all right because I think I would put myself in the Lego Batman series. <laughs> there yeah, you, you kind of fall apart like that sometimes. That'd be a fun one. There. <laughs> no, I think because you know Deadpool, pizza, underwear, guns. I'm good. Uh, that definitely that one. Um, Uncharted, just Ooh, because. Yes. Damn it! Because that video game pretty much just changed my entire outlook on video games in the time where I was not particularly um, I was falling out. I was falling out of video games, which was very unlikely for me because I grew up playing video games and then they got to a point where I was like, I was in the gray area where I was just like, I was going to do without video games, like completely. I was yeah. just running the PlayStation as a DVD player. Mm -hmm. And then I played that video game and that video game just changed everything for me i would love that but i don't know if i'd be one of hanging off any cliffs you know Seems i'll like just that's have all he does i mean if there's a respawn option fuck yeah i'm jumping <laughs> head first yeah i just hang off your backpack or something let's go <laughs> Uncharted. um also the infamous games i never got into infamous I liked Second Son was really uh, I liked it for PS4. I played it. I, I didn't I didn't care for the story so much. I can't think of anything else. I'm actually looking at my video games right now, so what do you think about that uh I don't know the status right now, but um Ryan Reynolds was coming out. What was it called? The Good Guy? Where it, he was like in a video game universe. I don't know if you saw that trailer. I haven't, but I'm gonna look for it now. I think it's called The Good Guy. Have to look into it. Think of the trailer. He's like a bank teller, and then there's a robbery going on, and then like one day he decides to do something about it, and like he finds out he's in a game. <laughs> it looks, Is it free it guy? Uh, I don't know. I think it's something guy. Good guy, free guy, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, free guy. That's, that's it right there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the status of that's coming out or or still or not. Let me see. I'll tell you in just a minute. Yeah, it was July third. What does that tell you? Of this year, by the way. It was supposed to come out in July. Mm-hmm. So it was postponed. I'm looking for it right now. I don't remember it coming out. But... Okay, right now, right now, it's got a new release date of December 11th, 2020. Yeah. Okay. That one looks pretty good. You guys got to see the trailer. 
Yeah, just just look at the stills. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna dig this movie. <laughs> he start he started a streaming service, and he only has one movie on there. Is it Green Lantern? Ryan Reynolds? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. I read it last night, and it's just one movie that I've never heard of. And he's in it. And I was just like, what? Just because it's him. That's awesome. Exactly. I'm I'm seriously thinking it's a parody. What what is it called? What is I'm I, I'm gonna do I it. I have Ryan no idea. Okay, you know. That's pretty funny. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, and it's the founder. It's not on Netflix anymore, but you can get it on uh, Prime for three ninety nine. Ryan Reynolds troll. Yeah, I knew this was it. Launches on streaming service featuring only one film. <laughs> Foolproof. That's the one it's called. Street style? Wow. So somebody in here asked Google what Ryan Reynolds' street style was. Street what does that style? even mean? I don't know. Must be something the new kids are into. <laughs> People are fucking stupid. That's all I know. All right. Since y'all are in San Antonio, number seven, what's your favorite taco? Ooh, carne asada with cheese. Mm. With cheese, I can't do it with cheese. That's the that's the only way I've ever had it. Uh, well, the first time I was introduced, that's how I was introduced to it. And it, the people that I got it from is a little town in Segu- called Seguin, about thirty minutes from here. Yeah, there's a little taco place there called Quick Taco. It was run by my friend's parents, and they. Uh, Mexican food. My life changed. <laughs> I had never had Mexican food like that before. I have never had it again. But it blew my mind in a way that I still, every time I go to a new taco joint, the first thing I order is carne asada with cheese because I want to know what it tastes like. And that's how I will gauge how often I will visit that place. (laughs) Bean and cheese. Bean and cheese breakfast tacos. But I love, uh, there's a little taco truck down the street here on Hebner. Ian, you had those tacos. Remember that one night we went out? Tommy's. No, it wasn't Tommy's. It was that one night we went out to the bar. It was me, you, and Melissa, and we had those street tacos from that little store, that little place down, that little taco truck on Hebner, on Vance Jackson and Hebner. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, though. They yeah, were- I can't, but they were good. The, the, the street tacos there, but I can always do fajita. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fajita. Oh, fajita. That was um, good. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a meat guy. Fajita or pastor, can, pastor, Pastor's good from, from time every now and then. I'll do pastor. Um I don't get too kinky with it, man. It's it's you know barbacoa and carne asada are kind of the only meats I eat. <laughs> yeah, not a fan um, of menudo at it, all. I, I will. Like I will get a nice tripa or molleja torta from time to time. Mm. I, I cannot. I, I don't. Oh, I, man. Like I love. That. I love that stuff. Melissa doesn't like it. That's I don't gross. like the idea of it. You don't get down like, lengua. Yeah. Mm-mm. Ooh, lengua tacos. Yes. Oh. Or torta, torta. Oh my. No, so there's a place called Carmelitas down on Broadway, and I had their lengua tacos, and they were super good. Super good. It just, just pretend it's barbacoa. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go eat my last barbacoa. It's, or not my ba- last barbacoa, but my last carne asada that's in there for breakfast. Oh, I'm so hungry now. <laughs> All right. All right, let's see. Almost done. Number eight. In your eyes, what celebrity would you say is a 10? Hmm. 
Colin Hanks. <laughs> okay. I wasn't expecting that one, but okay. A Tim. A Tim. Oh, a 10. I thought you said a 10. <laughs> one like zero. Looks like a 10. No, a one oh. zero. 10. <laughs> a 10. Uh, but hey, if Colin Hanks is your 10. Then... He looks like a 10. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a 10 to me. Um, A 10. Like a rating? Like 1 to 10? Yes. yes. Oof. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. I can see it. She's old enough. Uh, I can see it. So the chick that plays Willow, Allison Hannigan, she's she's a total ten to me. Absolutely. For me, it's, it's ScarJo. I was thinking uh, that was my second. That's too much for me. <laughs> I can't handle it. I'm having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be like every conversation with a hell of a blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Start to, yeah, sure you're drooling on yourself. Oh, no, that's, that's natural. That's all real. <laughs> that, that's him naturally. I, I numbed my mouth right before I got here. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Did you eat a tub of Orogel? <laughs> well, yes, I did. <laughs> I, I still like Colin Hanks, though. That's an awesome answer. <laughs> Colin Hanks is a Tim. <laughs> Ten, a fucking ten. Oh god, ten. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Number nine. Um, what movie do you quote the most, and what's your favorite quote? Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> Billy uh, Madison. Billy Madison. Uh, or Ace Ventura. I got two. Ace Ventura for sure, and I pretty much quote the entire movie all of the time. And Friday, no more locked oh. doors. <laughs> oh my, yeah. I, I've been... Fuck, dude. God damn. Yeah, for me... That's like one of those things where it's like I, I'm just a carcass full of useless knowledge. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and, and 50% of that is movie lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's got to be Billy Madison. Easily, b- easily Billy Madison, Waterboy, and Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah, me and anything Adam Sandler. It is imperative that you uh, hire me as your Waterboy. <laughs> <laughs> you give your football players that water. <laughs> you have a go-to Ian that you always say. <laughs> no more. It's either no more locked doors or it's um. Oh God, the one I say the most. I, I don't like. I think it, my go-to is probably gonna be like, "What's wrong, Emilio? Afraid I might make a stink." Whatever. You know, you know what my go-to is. My go-to is not movie-related. It's TV-related, and it's always "I tell you what." Oh God, that's true. That's. <laughs> I tell you what. I can't do it right, but when I'm not trying, it sounds perfect. Damn it, Bobby. Bobby, my daddy. Ian and I used to do that work all the time. I'll tell you what, but daddy. I'll tell you what. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 and my other go to stop it, lady. You're scaring us. <laughs> <laughs> stop looking at me, Swan. Yeah. 
that, that I, uh, yeah, it's the, the 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 sloppy Joe's line from Billy Madison is probably <laughs> my go-to. That's easily my go-to. Uh, I think so much so I think that Melissa and I have said that line at least four times this week. Whenever that movie's on, I could recite the whole movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. My kids are Agreed. like, stop it. <laughs> That one, I don't do. I don't say a whole lot of lines from it, but I could probably do. I know I can do Ace Ventura word for word, just about, and Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Right. Yeah, but the fun, the funny go-to line is the, is the definitely the <laughs> the the sloppy Joe's line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't. And the final Dork Dad question. Finish, finish this, uh, finish this <laughs> sentence. <laughs> oh dear lord! Well, not it's finish. Good. It's not finished. I like big blank, and I cannot lie. You want us to answer it correctly, or however <laughs> you want. However like you big want. Tims. Yes, <laughs> I love Colin Hanks. I love Colin Hanks, and I cannot lie. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> tacos. I, I do like big tacos. I love tacos big tacos. All right. I love big enchiladas. I love bigger spaces where I can display all my stuff and not feel like I'm crimped and crowded. I, lo- I love big homes and I cannot lie. <laughs> I know. I love you're, big rooms. You're in a the closet there? Yes, I am. I love, I love big lofts. I think my wife my would wife love if I put all my stuff in the closet. Yeah, that's right. But, yeah. I got my loft. Cause you, said, well, you know what? I love you, okay? I'm just going to sit here in my office. Because you said that um, I, I listened to one of your episodes. You were you were doing it in the, in the garage? Yeah, when I first started, I was in the garage. My oh. wife saw how bad I would come inside because I'd be dying and drenched. We, yeah, and the, the one that we did was, was in, in the garage. The garage. Um. That's yeah, it was. Cool. So she's like, "We gotta find you a new space." And I'm like, "There's nowhere." And then she started looking around. And she's like, "You really don't hang that many clothes up, do you?" And I'm like, "No, not really." And she's like, "Okay, well, you're gonna take my closet, and I'm gonna take your closet, because this is literally all I hang up." Nice. <laughs> so everything else goes in drawers. So she's like, "Take it, build yourself a nice little office, make it your home," and that's what I did. And I took over part of her office too because I have too much shit that I need to start getting rid of. Hey guys, I really uh, enjoyed talking to you guys. Glad to find some new San Antonio people to do podcasts. I don't know if you know, um, there's these guys, they run a show called Collecting Weekly uh, by Zach and Dean. They They do a show like, it seems like every day they have a bunch of shows out. Are they from also, San Antonio? Yes. Okay. And then um, there's also Comic Book Characters Podcast. That's Alfred and Chris. They also uh, are here local. So it's always nice to find more local folks. But um, Do you know if any of them have actually made something off of their podcasts? Um, I know Alfred with and Chris from Comic Book Characters, they were actually nominated for one of the best podcasts in San Antonio this past year. Nice. If anybody's close to 
monetizing anything would probably be collecting weekly. They're 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 like a machine over there. Those guys, you should really check them out. They they actually do a lot of stuff uh, live streaming on on Facebook and stuff. What's yeah. it called? Collecting weekly. Collecting weekly. I just I just followed them on, uh, they, uh, on Spotify. They have a Facebook group called Collecting Weekly Auxiliary, where they stream a lot of stuff too. What was the other one that you mentioned? Um, the other local one is Comic Book Characters. Comic Book Characters. Okay. That's Chris and Alfred. Alfred comic. actually, he does a comic auction every um, Saturday. We just had one yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh. Comic Book Characters, CBC Park. Yep, that's them. It's got to be this. There's one. already quite a few people here. That's. That's pretty impressive for so, San Antonio. I figure it'd be good to network, you know, get to know those guys. So. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, let's let's just do our own podcasting network. Yeah, I mean, I, I could def- I'm definitely down with that. But you know, I, I think what I'm think I'm right now. Now I'm looking at this um, and just talking to you guys. It's good because now, because uh, Lucky and I, we were we had been chatting early, earlier. I think last week or earlier this week or something, and just the drive to want to do it and finding that motivation and finding extra p- other people to inspire you and be like, you know what? Like, okay, I might not have the set skills that he does or the knowledge that he does because he's been around X amount of time. Me and Ian, we're, we're newbies. We're, 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 we're green. We're as green as it gets, I, I you know, when it comes to podcasts. I you know, but the idea that you have... A, a somewhat extensive knowledge of it helps because now I'm already running ideas through my mind. I work only five out of the seven days of the week. So out of those two days, I could definitely do a podcast. Um, it'll be busy days, you know, cause I have to work with the boys here at school and stuff like that, you know, digital and, and, and you know, distance learning and that's fine. But now it's starting to, with the current events that I've got going on, you know, selling this stuff, you know, things that you know selling some of my stuff you know giving it away whatever you know the the the, the whole collector's thing now i'm starting to kind of get more ideas but this helps like this helps i thought today's session tonight's you know podcast was good um and yeah i'd I'd be open to doing more like these between us three and even with more people i think that'd be great yeah (laughs) yeah so here's my suggestion i think you're absolutely on the right track i think the three of us have our own shows, yes, but I think we could do this as well, and I think this would be great. However, I think, Leo, you and I need to shut up more because we talk way too fucking much. <laughs> I wanted to let well, you guys it, talk because uh, this is my first time meeting y'all. I wanted to get to know y'all. I just I feel like we hogged everything. Now I'm that's, thinking about it. I'm like, oh, my God, we talk so much. That's there's, fine. There's the Yeah, and I was going to say there's that, yes, because that is very true. But secondly... <laughs> There's, you know what? I have trouble not talking over each other on a regular basis. Yeah, exactly. Say because and it's and it's always the same shit. It's always the same stuff. Yep, like yep, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Like someone thought it, and the other person said it. So that's the way it goes. Um, but it's there's that, and then I do. That's my wife. <laughs> she hates it. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. God. <laughs> Um, I can't even remember where I got it from, and I every time I talk to Leo, I'm like, that's where it is. Uh, I, it happens here, and I'm like, mercy. Mercy, please. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Um, there's that, and then there, there's the idea that people are looking for content. 
So people always want to know what's on your mind. Right. Because as long as you're talking, if you can reach out to somebody, there's there's things that maybe we have said that they haven't heard from other podcasts. Maybe they've heard the same thing. Uh, maybe they've heard like items or like discussions. But it's it's that's the whole point of it, you know, to, to express, to think, to converse. Um, whether you know, and, and people are going to have their differences and opinions, and that's fine. But the idea, the, it's it's the connection at the end of the at the end of the day with the podcast. You know, as long as you can relate, reach out to somebody out there, somebody who I don't know gets picked on for being a collector or liking this set or whatever. That's what I feel. Uh, episodes like this, or what Ian does with his episodes, or what I do in my episodes—that's what how we contribute to reaching out to those people. You know, it's not just talking about this, but it's like, hey, you're not alone. You know, or, or whoever's listening, like, hey, you're not alone. Like, there's grown ass men who do this shit too, and it's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no Absolutely. goddamn thing wrong with it. You. Sorry, it's, exactly. It's, it's cool to be a nerd nowadays. Yeah, and that's what everybody wants to be. All right, just to um, close out the show, where can um, everybody find you, follow you, uh, Ian? Uh, I have the Geek Paradox on Facebook, and then you can also listen to my um, podcast, which is the Geek Paradox. You can find it on any streaming service. All right. No Instagram either? No, no Instagram. I have a Twitter. and I'm terrible with it. I'll get there eventually. Where can people find you, Leo? Adult Megaplex. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's, that's absolutely 100% and true. And that's three X's. Every Tuesday. Oh. No. Every Tuesday. Every odd day of the week on Tuesday. <laughs> um, nerd Spew. Uh, so I am on Instagram. I'm sorry. Uh, Spotify and iTunes. For for uh, for uh, nerd spew and I have a Twitter and I have uh, my media page on Facebook. I think the Twitter is, I think it's nerd spew one if I'm not mistaken. So let me just. Double I'm pretty check. sure my my Twitter is the geek paradox one. I think. Yeah. So it's uh, Twitter. You can find me at twitter.com uh, backslash nerd spew one or at nerd spew one. Uh, Facebook just nerd spew. You can just look me up for Nerd Spew. Uh, and the same goes for uh, iTunes and Spotify. All right. And again, before we go, just kind of shout out again to the locals, comic book characters, podcasts, collecting weekly. And the network that I'm on also is Raw Live Unedited Podcasting Network. Shout out to all those guys on there. And until next time, we'll see y'all later. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having us, man. You've been listening to the Dork Dad Podcast. Please remember to follow, like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Until next time, keep it dorky.
Lucky, I'm selling more stuff. Buy it all. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he does. This is what he does. He does this to me every time I'm walking to GameStop. We need, we need this. Any, we need, we need this. Anything need Batman. This. You know, I've worked here for five years. I know what I need. Shut your mouth. Give it to me now. <laughs> Both of you mow this over. Just, just think about it. Don't, don't say anything yet. But I think we should do this again on a regular basis because I think it would be fun. And I think we could get something going here. Uh, I'm, I'm down with it. If you want to make a... We can make uh, our own show, you know. Agreed. Leo, I mean, do you have do you have the time to devote like one day a week to this? Yeah, I could probably do two day, two days a week. Okay, I mean, I'm because I'm, I'm down because I think yeah. I think we it's could get all some about other. balancing schedules because um, I'm pretty stoked that I got you guys a little motivated to do something. It's been fun. I haven't I haven't gotten I, I don't I don't go out. I don't. It's I better keep telling Leo I'm gonna come visit him. I've visited him one time. We were we were a star duo for GameStop. Yeah. We made GameStop money. Sometimes it's good it's okay to be fucking negative. Sometimes you need it. You you need negativity in your life to to balance everything out. You just need it. Where did Leo go? <laughs>